Well, hi everyone and welcome to this devotion series we're calling Luke 10 Lifestyle. And it's part of the bigger series. It's part of the series called Alive. There's a bunch of teaching messages, both um, we've recorded in the studio or live gatherings. Uh, we've got some guest speakers as part of that. You should make sure you connect with the playlist we've got for you. Check the description below. I'm sure it'll be linked in, uh, in the description. This devotion series though, we're looking at Luke chapter 10 and we've got five short messages showing you what it means to live a Luke 10 lifestyle to be obedient to the call and the assignment that Jesus has prepared for you. And the first one we talked about is Jesus that sends you. You don't get to choose your context or your, your location of your assignment. Jesus does and he will send you. And the second one we looked at impenitent cities that uh, it's not necessarily about the response you get, it's about your obedience. And in this one, I want to point to your joy and the fact that Jesus is rejoicing. This is an encouragement to you, but it's also about conditioning you to be uh, joyful in the things that Jesus is joyful in. So in Luke chapter 10, we, we see the disciples have been sent out and they, and they come back in verse 17, they come back to Jesus. It says, when the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. And Jesus said, yes, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And I've given you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. And we're like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, we've cast out demons. We've set people free. We've raised the dead. We've healed the sick. We've, we've, the blind are seeing. It's pretty good to get excited about that stuff. We should be rejoicing in that stuff for truly God's delight is in people finding freedom. But Luke chapter 10 Verse 20, what is it really that we should be rejoicing in? Jesus says this to us, Don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. Here's what I would say to you in this devotion. Your joy should not be in outcomes, but in eternity. Because what really matters, folks, is not the success we have on earth, not the things that we establish here, not the ministry platforms or accolades or, or credit that we get, but truly how we contribute to God's eternal plan. So Jesus wants to share his joy with you, but he wants you to share your joy in what matters most to him. And I wonder if this devotion is about just a heart correction for us all, where we just turn and say, Jesus, if I'm guilty of uh, seeking the accolades of man or wanting a platform or perhaps my video or my YouTube channel or my Facebook to get more likes, I repent of that. I ask for your forgiveness for being so selfishly prideful. And I ask that through humility, you would lift me to the place of connection with you where I would truly find joy, Jesus, in the things that give you joy. And then it gets even better. We continue to read in Luke chapter 10 about the prayer of thanksgiving of Jesus. And he says, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding things from those who think themselves wise. Well, if you're prideful, you're not going to get the revelation. And revealing them to the childlike, meaning the humble, the simple and the pure. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. Look, the thing is that Jesus really wants to see God honoured. 
God, God lifted up. Jesus is all about serving the Father in order that the Father would be glorified. And so that's our responsibility. So in your assignment that God's given you, uh, as he sent you out, as, he's, as he called you to be obedient regardless of outcomes, I want you to try and find your joy in the things that bring Jesus joy. Firstly, how are we contributing to the eternal story, the other side of this world? And secondly, how do we make ourselves less in order that God will be glorified through what we do. Look, you might consider this to be a little bit hard um, or might think it's a bit of a cliche, but I truly believe God's calling his church back to the place of purity as the bride of Jesus. And in that, it means less of us and more of him. So uh, as I've talked to you before, often the assignment of God requires the death of flesh more and more and more. So perhaps your prayer would be, uh, Jesus, Help me to die again to my flesh in order that I would live in the spirit in order to see God glorified through my life. I hope you've got the courage to pray that prayer. Make sure you access the resources below. Click the links, find the, the guides that we've prepared for you. There's plenty of resource to stir you on the journey, but please don't do it alone. Find a friend that you can be accountable with, to pray with, to share with, to journey with, and together you're going to grow in what God's got for you in his assignment for you. I'm alive, church, and who God made you to be and why God made you to be. And I look forward to seeing you in devotion number four.